I'm cruising on my bike, contemplating everything Livy just told me. How her mom was so mad when she discovered Livy had spent the night at Ryan's house. She grounded her and took away her phone. Livy is seriously going to lose her mind being grounded for so long, unable to see Ryan unless we're at school. That won't be enough for her. When it comes to Ryan, it feels like nothing is ever enough for her. At least I'm not in trouble like she is. Liv's going to stress out over Ryan, though, over those hours when she's not with him and he could possibly be up to no good. She worries about him all the time. I get it. Sort of. He seems to play games, and that must get exhausting. Truthfully, I wouldn't put up with that crap. But I'm not Livy. Thank goodness. The wind blows through my hair as I make a ride into my neighborhood, turning the wild strands into a tangled mess. Not that I care. There's no one I'm hoping to impress. It'll just be Sunday night dinner with the family as usual. I'm not even sure if they're home yet. Dad mentioned something about going to Home Depot to pick out fall flowers for the yard, and Mom said something about shower curtains and bed, bath, and beyond. Bleh. I'm glad I made my escape when I did. My house slowly comes into view, and I smile to myself. I might not live in a giant mansion in a fancy neighborhood like my new so-called friends, but our house is nice. Small and on the older side, but it's cute, with a pretty front yard and a big porch with a white swing. Oh, crap. There's someone sitting on the swing. His arms are spread out along the back of the wooden frame, his gaze locked directly on me, like he knew I was going to appear at any second. It's Jordan Tuttle. My heart is racing as I press gently on the brakes, taking him in my gaze roving over every single tiny feature that makes him Jordan. I want to slow down the moment, revel in the anticipation of finding him waiting for me. He rises to his feet, runs a hand over his thick, perfect hair almost nervously, and a shuddery breath leaves me. The memory hits me, socks me in the stomach, and leaves me aching. I remember what it felt like having those hands on me just last night his mouth on mine, the words he whispered in my ear. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't something I made up inside my head because, seriously, I was starting to wonder if I really was losing my mind when it came to Jordan Tuttle. But no, Jordan is real. He's in my life because he wants to be here for some crazy reason. And now he's waiting for me, his hands on his hips, the faintest smile on his face as he continues to watch me. What are you doing here? I ask as I make my approach, hopping off my bike so I can roll it up the front walkway. We meet in the middle, Jordan stopping just in front of me. Nice way to greet me. I frown, worried I was doing everything wrong. He had a way of making me feel like that. How should I greet you? Like this. His hand is suddenly curled around my nape when he pulls me in for a too quick yet somehow lingering kiss. My lips tingle when he pulls away, and by the smug expression on his face, I know he knows the effect he has on me. Jordan, I chastise, 
stepping away from him and nearly tripping over my stupid bike. Luckily enough, he catches me by the elbow, steadying me before I fall over like an idiot. 